praise the Lord, my lords, the mightiest, mightiest prophets of the Lord. Well, uh, blessed people, uh, I am coming to you directly into your annual general meeting, and I'm very much aware that you have a very packed schedule. But uh, blessed people, blessed senior archbishop, uh, my own son, and uh, the blessed deputy archbishops, the senior deputy archbishops in attendance, and I know that all of you are assembled, and uh, we have also the senior most presiding bishops from all different regions in attendance, and the regional overseers, senior most regional overseers overseeing very huge jurisdictions within the presiding, the, 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 within the authority of the presiding bishops. Uh, senior pastors, very senior from all over the country, assembled there from coast all the way to Lake Victoria, from Lokichogyo all the way to Namanga, the entire breadth and width of this country. Uh, the senior members of the church councils, the councils of churches, senior elders, chair of the church councils, the elders, the council of elders, and uh, their chairpersons, their chairmen, and all those who are in attendance. Uh, it serves me with a great honor to come to you today, because I know today is, a, is your special day, is your very special day when you are able to stock tech and do a spiritual inventory and look at the goodness of the Lord and find a reason, substantive reason, and listed for going before the Lord as a nation for thanksgiving. I know that you are very busy and you're handling also housekeeping things, the matters that are housekeeping, uh, like uh, uh, being able to uh, to settle the ministry, either as King's Outreach or as Repentance and Holiness and handling other matters. But uh, it has served me with very great honor and uh, privilege to come to you today just to share with you a little bit before I bless you. I longed so much in my heart that I should bless you the way you've navigated this revival and you have hosted this revival. Now, before I bless you today and uh, give a little statement on the revival that is ongoing, I want to mention that today, this past night, the Lord visited with me in a very, very uh, strange and very unique and very mighty way that I have it in my heart to share with you. I know I've already shared with some two people immediately the Lord spoke when I woke up uh, at that time. I know immediately I called some people all into the gravity, some two people all into the gravity of the conversation. But the Lord, you are very much aware that uh, uh, the time is kicking out. He has this very, very mighty and shocking, extraordinary visitation with me this past night. And when he finished, while he had left, while... I had woken up. Then again, I now heard the voice that said, check the time, the exact time at which the Lord has visited you. So then I had to check time and found that it was 5.30 a.m. in the morning. And from that point on, I just woke up at Grogsmith again and called two people. This is what happened this night before we discuss uh, uh, the revival. If I talk briefly about the revival, maybe two minutes or so. 
tonight, about 5 o'clock or so, coming through all up to 5.30, the Lord visited with his two mightiest prophets in a very shocking manner. He placed me at a place, and I could see at a distance the glory that covered that place. And then he made me know that that is the ancient of days. The ancient one of Israel, the ancient of days was there. And so it was such a tremendous, dreadful place, I mean, moment. Um, again, the Lord stood me and where the tremendous glory was, total so much glory, he made me know that that is the ancient of days that is there. This night, between 5 to 5.30, is a tremendous visitation upon the face of the earth in the history of the church. And uh, I moved away from there. I, until now, I don't know where I went to. Then I saw the two prophets walking after some time. I don't know where exactly the Lord put them, took them. But after that, I saw the two prophets walking left. And then the glory that covered the ancient of days now appeared to be moving towards my right, but a little bit quite in front, a little bit closer now. So once he was sure that he had gotten close enough, then he stopped. And then he spoke to the two prophets. So when he spoke with me, I turned and looked towards where the glory was. And there's greater detail that I cannot share here. I know that the two people I've spoken with, I shared some little a tinge of that, a little glimpse of it, but not, 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 there's so much that cannot be shared here. You understand? You're not young anymore. Yes, so he engaged with me, and once he got my attention, I turned to face the glory. And then he spoke. He spoke about the ongoing revival, the current revival, and where he's taking the revival. So this revival that you have is going to explode. It is going to be bigger. It is going to overwhelm you. He spoke about the increase of revival, how it's going to take place. And he says it will saturate total. Uh, the, the nation, every nation it gets to, it will totally saturate the nation. And he will begin with this nation. And in fact, I'm simply summarizing for you part of that conversation. And he says, for this nation, he says, the whole country. He used the word country. The whole country is going to be set ablaze with this revival. It is mind-boggling what the Lord showed me, what he spoke to me about. And then to every nation that it will go to beginning next year, the revival flame will explode in those countries and will also saturate the country as we prepare the way, the holy way, the anointed way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. And so, and then after that, there's so much that we're not sharing here. After that, then he disappeared from there and I woke up. That is when I felt a little tired and then the, now by voice, now he spoke by voice, he said that I should touch 
the phone to know what time, what exact time he has visited me. The Lord has visited me. When I touch, then I realize he visited me at 5.30. So that, and, and, and there's so much I'm not sharing, that the ancient of days, and he made me know that this is the ancient of days. This is the ancient one of Israel. Now, when I woke up at that time, I read, I opened the Bible and read from the book of Psalm 90 verse 2 that says, Before the mountains were born, and again, before the mountains were born, the book of Psalm 90 verse 2. Let us read that Psalm, blessed people. It says, Before the mountains were born, or you brought forth the whole world, from everlasting to everlasting, you are God. And then now I want to transition right away to International Standard Version. It says, Before the mountains were formed, all the earth and the world were brought forth. You are God from eternity to eternity. Tremendous, blessed people. Tremendous, tremendous visitation this past night. And then, just a nearby scripture, the next verse, look at what it does. The next verse, it says, You turn people back to dust, saying, Return to dust, you mortals. Again, I can read in the, in the King James, it says, You turn man to destruction, and say, Return all children of men. Let's go to the International Standard Version. It says, You return people to dust merely by saying, Return you mortals. And there's one that says, Return to dust for dust thou. The dust art thou. It says, Here we have uh, the different versions here. Uh, I can read uh, the New American Standard Version. The Living Bible says, You turn people, the New Living Translation says, You turn people back to dust, say, Return to dust, you mortals. NIV says, You turn people back to dust, say, Return to dust, you mortals. But you see very clearly, blessed people, that in verse 2, it says, before the mountains were born, before the mountains were brought forth, or ever you had formed the earth and the world, from everlasting to everlasting you are God. And International Standard Version, it says, before the mountains were formed, all the earth and the world were brought forth, you are God from eternity to eternity. That is the ancient one. The ancient of days that I saw this past night. And what shocked me so much, that for those that I shared with out of shock and woke up and uh, called the two people, few people, tell them uh, there has been a big visitation. Those that I shared with, I told them, this is very shocking because he engages with these two prophets like a man engaged with man by voice and speak back. And, and when I spoke back and he answered, this is very, very shocking. My dear Stan, hmm? he engages with these two prophets uh, like 
And then I realized that the reason he does that is because these are his own messages, his own. These are his own that have come from his throne. These are his own now. These are his own messengers, old messengers that he released to the earth. And he is himself involved in navigating them and guiding them and commanding them and directing them and their ministry. And that's when, when I woke up that time, then I realized, I said, wow, why are we even so shocked at this? Of course, this is a very shocking visitation. My hair stands even now. This is a very shocking visitation that has just happened. However, I said, but why, why, why would the world or the church be in such a great shock to know that breaking news that these are his own, his own messages that have come from his throne, his own. That's why he comes all the way, he engages them like man engaged man. I almost said face to face, like man engaged man. Hmm? And speak by voice, they speak back, he speak back. Huh? Because these are his own. But why would we be surprised? So at five when I woke up and I was puzzled by all this, then I realized that no, the message has been clear. The cloud, his own cloud, has been coming from heaven, far from the sun, and people have recorded beyond the sun and piercing the sun and settling on the crown of his servant and walking with them. So this should not have been breaking news. That these are his own, his own servants. These are now his own. The ones he comes down and he directs, he talks to, he tells them the next thing is this. And he engages with them. I didn't even share with you much. In fact, the, 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 uh, let me not share that. Even the way he first engages, he ensures that he times them when they were crossing left like this, and he was going right. Then he stops it, and he, he, he lifts up his voice like this towards them. And once they turn towards him, then he, he speaks like a friend speaks to friends. I know that the two I spoke with in the morning, I give you a, great, a little greater detail on how he approached the first words he says. Hmm? The ancient of days, this is the Lord of hosts, the Lord of all, the creator of heaven and the creator of the earth. This is him. And I realized that the reason he engages with them directly, almost face to face like this, this, this these are his own. These are his own messengers. These are now his own that he has sent to prepare the way for Christ Jesus the Messiah. And he made me know that this is the ancient of days. This is him. So this is the tremendous visitation. And then uh, waking up, he, when he left, then waking up, and then the voice follows again. No audible, that's no live voice. Live voice, made me tired. And then live voice says, Please touch the gadget. There, I had a gadget there to find out at what exact time the Lord has visited you. So when I touched, then I realized, I estimated back a bit, I realized that was exactly 5.30 a.m. in the morning. So blessed people, as you meet to celebrate the visitation of God that has taken place this year in this land, and as you pray for other nations, that is my calling though, as you, as you, as you burden for, for this land, for everybody in this land to receive the Lord, to enter this revival. Just be aware that now, these are, these are now His own, these are His own messengers 
from his throne, his own. These are now his own that he sends to the world. And unfortunately enough for mankind on the earth, they blended so well with the world. So it's very easy to go into complacency, to treat them like other men, to abuse them. It's very easy to blackmail them because they blended so well within the son, the children of the women, the children of men. They blended so well. But I said, why would then this surprise the church? Because you have seen the clouds by video live, the clouds from heaven come and set on their head. And the cloud is not coming horizontal. It's not coming horizontally from left or right, but it's coming right straight above. The Bible says, and he broke the bread and he looked up and prayed. He looked up towards heaven and prayed in the direction of heaven. And the cloud, even Jesus looked up when he prayed. And the cloud coming from heaven and settling on the crown of their heads and walking with them life, 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 life. So it should have been obvious to you that Jehovah, that the dreadful cloud that only settles on the mercy seat, that the cherubim, the seraphim of glory cannot face. They cannot look at the cloud, cannot even address. They look away as they are blind. They cover their eyes. The dreadful cloud of his dreadful holiness, of his dreadful majesty, of his dreadful glory, of his dreadful authority and power, set us on their head and walk life, 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 marking them. So that also should have already told the world that these are his own. These are his own messengers. Own. These are now his own. These are now his own messengers from his throne that he has sent to the church, to the world, to prepare the way for the glorious coming of the Messiah. And so I just wanted to bless still those who are meeting there. But before I do so, the revival that is going, I'm reading from the book of Psalm 85, verse 6. We can continue having this conversation. Remember a few days ago he showed me the two olive trees, standing on the earth, and very tall and straight, straight like the pillar of cloud you see that comes from heaven. And huge, humongous olive trees. If that is the authority of these two, then it's absolutely mind-boggling. It's imperceptible in this life. But let me shift gears here because of time to allow you to do your meeting. It's already 3.12 p.m. He says here, the book of Psalms, or the revival that's ongoing that you're celebrating, Psalm 85 verse 6, he says, Will you not revive us again that your people may rejoice in you? So you see, revival brings joy bring the connection with God, that the people of God may rejoice that our God, He liveth. Our God is with us. Our God approves of us. Our God is working with us. Our God claims us. Our God owns us. Our God cares for us. Our God takes care of all our households and our being and our lives of the earth. He is with us. He is alive. In the book of uh, Habakkuk, Chapter 3, verse 3 says, the midst of the years, revive it. In the midst of the years, make it known. In wrath, remember mercy. Then he's saying that when revival comes, then there is a mitigation. He's able to tamper with justice. The Lord is able to tamper with justice. He's able to tamper with it. Always revival. When revival comes, he's able to tamper with his own justice. And he says here, the book of Psalm 
19 verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. So he's talking about everybody on board. He collects them all the simple on board. But he's talking about the law of God that is being dispensed, being administered during revival. And you see now, for Kenya, you are really such a classic example. Because it began with a sackcloth. Repent, and the Lord kept away the miracles. The Lord totally did not allow me to minister healing. You remember all the videos began touch, touch. He made sure very clear that he demonstrated very clear of the power and the authority of God that these two prophets beheld. That's why there was repentance in the subclose. And then after that repentance, then this prophet lifted his left prophetic hand. And he only said, mighty Holy Spirit, my one and only friend, mighty Father, I don't have any other friend on the earth except you, my Father, Jehovah Elohim. Now I stretch my hand and stretch, now I ask you to stretch your hand and touch. Remember the touch in the stadium. Touching full stadium. Stretching. He stretched his left hand like this and he moved down the test. That was nuclear, like nuclear power. Massive power. And some people were flying up like this in the air and then being thrown far away, like 520 meters away. So he made sure, number one, that I did not minister healing. I did not administer healing. There was only repentance. Repentance, repentance, repentance. Otherwise, the church would have, the corrupt church I found, would have misunderstood. They would have focused on the miracles. And when they repented, they stuck close professors from universities. I remember more university was so key. A lot of professors came from there and stuck close. People began to repent. And all over the country. And the national repentance took place at Uhuru Park. And he made sure you knew that this is Elijah because Kakamega had happened. He had just commanded heaven open and rain instant came down. So the power they behold, there would be no mistake about that. But they kept away healing. And then after that, then now, after the nation repented, they brought forth the revival now of healing, massive miracles, signs and wonders. If you are reviewing this mega move, and visitation of God, move of God on the earth. That is the way it is. From the sackcloth with ashes of the head. Doctors, lawyers, what? Professors, it does not matter. Widows, orphans, poor women in the villages, just people, common people. Everybody in the sackcloth. And then after that, so now the mega healing, mega miracles, make cripples everywhere. We have lost trust. Hydrocephalus, when they brought the few here, I crashed, it crushed me. I yelled and lost my voice. Huh? To see a hydrocephalus head that shrunk at the authority of these two. And then after that now, they wonder, the signs that wonders, the sun, the heavenly bodies that will shed, that Luke talked about in Luke 21. Little did you know that the Lord was saying that it is this prophet that would shake the heavens, the neutral stars collide, shake the entire universe, trillions of galaxies, Trillions of planets, just this one called God, called uh, Milky Way, and Andromeda is next door, even much bigger. And and then there are trillions of them, and wobble the entire creation shaking, shaking the heavenly bodies above here, shaking the sun, the wonders you see now, commanding creepers all over, all over eight seven the wonders. And then now you see, now he begins to minister the law to the soul. He says, he says, the law of the Lord is perfect, 
reviving the soul, the testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. So he has the simple on board now, making them wise, and he's now ministering and instructing the soul. And I said that will be the ultimate revival, the revival of the soul, the instruction of the soul, the feeding of the soul, the preparing of the soul for the kingdom of God. And that is what will happen in the other nations. I know you are very busy, blessed people. I don't want to take much of your time. But I thought it wise to share with you a mega, mega visitation has happened on the earth today. When the ancient one, the ancient of days, he came to visit with his prophet. And like a man talked to a man face to face, like a man talked to a man standing, facing each other, the glory stood there and spoke. And this prophet, the prophet spoke back and he responded and he gave the, the, the direction. How far is going? He opened it up. And he said, for this country, it will be the whole country, the entire country will go ablaze with its revival. And then that's the model that will go to the other countries as we wait for the day of the Lord. So I bless you all, those who are meeting at the ATM. I bless the church in this land. I bless you eternally with righteousness and of the Lord and the holiness of God that you may see the eternal kingdom of God having hosted this mighty, mighty revival, this mighty move of God, this tremendous prophet of Yahweh. I now bless you who are meeting at the AGM. I bless you eternally with the eternity in the kingdom of my God. And you know that I have the authority to command you into eternity. That you know. I have the golden key in my hand. I bless your children. I bless your provision. I bless your health. I bless your safety. Those who are students, I bless your tuition. Those who are not healthy, I bless your good health. You are healing. I bless your families, your marriages. I bless your undertakings, your businesses, your provision. That God will never put you to shame. As you stop taking and enter the new year, I bless you. I bless you thousandfold today. I've released this great love to you. Thousandfold. That if it is righteousness, it be thousandfold. If it is holiness, it be thousandfold. The requisite holiness. If it is provision, let him give you baskets as much as you cannot hold. But because you have chosen righteousness, that you may be able to help the next person, you may be able to reach every person with this gospel. If it is safety, thousandfold, God bless you eternally in every dimension of your life. Today I've released the massive blessings of the Lord in the mighty name of Jesus with my whole tongue have been spoken just a few hours ago with the ancient of days, the ancient one of Israel. The ancient of days. The one Daniel saw. And he saw Christ the Messiah going to sit next to the ancient of days. I have blessed you eternally. I bless the senior archbishop, my very, very precious son. I bless all his deputies, all the presiding bishops, all the overseers, all the pastors, the evangelists, and everybody that is in that AGM. I bless you eternally as we prepare for another nourishing oh, with the perfect law, the nourishing of the soul, the reviving of the soul. May the Lord bless you. The Messiah is coming. Please, take those blessings and run with them. Because you know who has blessed you. But these are his own. I realize, no, the reason is talking to them face to face, openly, meeting them. Because these are his own, his own messages that have come from him. That he has sent to the earth. But it's amazing the way they are blended in the earth. Opening room for complacency, for blackmail abuse because of the human flesh, carnality. But now, 
you have seen before. He has still walked with them openly. Should not have surprised you. And he speaks, and he speaks, he answers, I answer him, and he answers back. Life, life. And then he leaves, the glory leaves. May the Lord bless you eternally. May those who have ears nourish and flourish from this that I've said today. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Senior Archbishop, for giving me a chance. I know you're very busy, and the Lord bless you, and bless eternally. Even as they go back home, they drive safe. Just take your time to carry these blessings and bring home. Don't let the devil touch through an accident. It's a busy time of the year. There's a time. There's a lot of movement on the road, and it causes many accidents here. But I've filled you with the blood of Jesus. I've filled your families with the blood of Jesus. Even those traveling to Kisumu for the big meeting, it will be a busy time. But I've filled you with the blood of Jesus and decreed, I've taken personal authority and decreed that you'll be safe until you arrive and safe until you come back. I've blessed you eternally and with eternity in the kingdom of my God, Jehovah, the ancient of days, my one and only friend. Toda shalom. Toda is thank you. Toda rabba is thank you very much in Hebrew. Toda rabba. Shalom. Yom Tov is a good day. Have a great day. Toda Hashem. Toda. Toda.